you know, like, you guys, like, it was kind of like a thing where we had established, we had a friendship. Yeah, I and think we were, like, because I remember, I know exactly what you mean. Like, there was, there was kids, like, there were kids in that class that definitely, like, crossed the line. Yeah. But it's, like, you can, I, yeah, like, yeah, till yeah, this sure. day, remember, like, the stuff that they would say about me and, like... Like, I, I just think it's crazy that as a child, like, you have to, like, deal with this and then expect to yeah. grow up and, like, think you're going to be okay. And you don't realize what that does for you. Yeah. Like, it really, it's crazy. It but, actually makes you, I would I would say it makes you a little bit more, like, tough, like, stronger. Absolutely. I'm yeah. a thousand percent. And I'm feeling that you're, you're going to bring that up. That it's like, yeah, well, it's kind of like, you know, it fucked me up. But at the same time, it's like. I mean, yeah. it fucked me up and it. I, I don't know that it, I mean, I know for sure it definitely made me stronger and it made me the person who I am today. And right now, mm-hmm. thanks to all that, I do not let a single person step over me or, you know, do anything to like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I'm so like guarded and so like I'm fucking defensive as fuck because of those reasons, I think. Yeah. Which sucks. But I mean, it so would you say suck. like in a bad, like in a bad way? I'm like not, not that I'm def- no, but it's like, I have like, for example, I go zero to a hundred, like the moment that you cross a line with me and I feel like you're offending me or mm-hmm. you're coming to something that brings me back to that. I feel that I just kind of like lose it. And I will tell you the fuck off to the point where like, you'll be on your deathbed and remember that one day this girl told you this. Like, yeah, yeah. Like I will fucking offend the life out of you and I can do it so gracefully too. Because you, you mastered the art of just, I think like uh insecurity and like just kind of like jealousy or uh, like a lot of those like bad like like toxic traits that somebody can have can be like if somebody's just playing around with you or something like you'll take it seriously and that like my point is like you can tell so like if like there's right like what i was saying was that a lot of the things that i remember was that for me i wouldn't get offended if it was you andy matthew right yeah and stuff because we you you guys would say that but i don't think you guys had the intention to make me upset and make me cry and hurt me it was a point of like it was a matter to joke about like it, Mm -hmm. it was just something to joke about because it was something to joke about kind of thing you know so when that was happening you know it really made me who i am today and i have such vivid memories of us all growing up together and like i till this day that's why i'm saying like the whole point that we brought it up was because if you're not like i can't live without you guys but Mm -hmm. like you guys were not not nothing either like you guys were like my boys in school you know like i had you guys and i could tell you things i remember Mm -hmm. i remember one time like you guys were just being boys and you opened my (laughs) my backpack and you thought i had condoms but they were pads we said that we're like (laughs) let's see if there's condoms in here you you guys opened my bag and you saw like then no it was you know what it was it was an advil christ i feel like a piece of shit (laughs) it was it was an advil like you know like the advil liquid gel thing the little packet you're like it was she's like she has a condom who the fuck is she fucking like damn yo fucking ruthless yeah ruthless ass kids (laughs) but yeah i was gonna (laughs) to even it out to be fair I was definitely fucking like, I think we were all kind of like teased in a way. 
Absolutely, like, yeah. Yeah, like I was. Nobody was safe. Yeah, nobody was in safe. Any, in in six thirteen, seventeen, or eight thirteen, if you came into the classroom, even yeah. the teachers weren't safe. Remember? Yeah, yeah. We made word. teachers cry in multiple time grades, multiple times. And if you see them now, you're just like, damn, bro. Like I'm, I'm so fucking sorry. Like I was yeah, a because now I'm an adult, and if I had to deal with like that six thirteen, seven thirteen, or eight thirteen, not fucking fun. I would like. I don't know what I would do. I would be an alcoholic. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would leave with school every day. Like, I need a fucking drink. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine, like... Yeah, I can't imagine. I knew a fucking guy who used to teach, like, middle school in the Bronx. And oh, he was, like, a that white is, dude. Yeah, like, no. And he was, like... You know, he looked like it's, like... Even though he's white in the Bronx and he's a teacher, but it's like he, he still carried himself like he didn't take shit from anybody. Right. But he would just like you know I would it do jujitsu with, with the guy, and he would just come in like yeah man that fucking work today was just <laughs> yeah. But I was gonna say like with the whole like not and I don't know if we want to call it bullying or you know whatever it is, but even if it is bullying or just being made fun of, I feel like that. It is. It helps you create mm-hmm. character for who you are today. Absolutely. And surprisingly, it, it builds confidence. I, and no, and that's if somebody made. Yeah. Like, and and literally, like, I feel like because of the things that I've been through, mm-hmm. on top of being like teased and and as you said, let's if we're not gonna call it bullying, let's call it whatever it was. Yeah. Then, um, I definitely have gained a lot of confidence, and I feel like it made me so comfortable because being an adult now, like you just. Like, it's not about fat or skinny or, like, yeah. pretty or ugly. I mean, yeah, uh, that's a very important factor, mm-hmm. as are a lot of things. But I feel like there's a possibility to be attracted to someone's personality and mentality Absolutely. and everything. And despite of how they look, they may not be your ideal version of, like, what you thought you would be attracted to. But, mm-hmm. you know, you can just, like, surprise yourself who you end up Absolutely. going towards it's really it, and and that's just really cool too because yeah i found some hot ass guys attracted to me at some point in my life and i'm like what cool like you know exactly and it's and you definitely didn't find them by like walking with your head down you know like no, you were no. walking around just yeah being yourself, i'm, I'm just fucking loud fun. and proud exactly and somebody's like oh shit that girl at the end of the bar oh shit ellie vick no, i'm just kidding yeah like with that style that's we'll pretty be- hot i've got a sty in my eye and i won't tell a lie <laughs> yeah you just come up to him like i got a sty in my eye like mad drunk but exactly um, yeah bro it's so fucking crazy like me and my boy had this conversation the other day and it's like being from like corona and like being yeah. raised in like in, that kind in the of area that yeah you're either and i'm sure it's the same shit for the girls because you have those that stereotype like girl that's like you know has all those boys or just has the attention of the boys where the same thing with me it's like damn like as a kid it's like i wish i can just like my brother was like and the whole thing i was bullied for was obviously like you know just i'm dominican but i look mad indian so it would be like oh fucking hindu and then with 9 11 that was like forget about a big thing if you were brown during 9 11 you were yeah it was it was bad yeah it was bad so like and then on top of that like i kind of i didn't know it at the time but like just like i was just different like i just didn't like to do like i, I wasn't into baseball like that yeah. i wasn't into like the whole like the whole stereotype of what a dominican shit. person yeah and you yeah. but that was like for example like there was never anything like like I know exactly what you're saying. You never mm-hmm. fit that. You were never the guy coming in in the baggy pants and like 
you know, even if we had to wear uniform, yeah. you were still weren't wearing the baggy uniform. Like, yeah, you know, like, but it's all like, like, it's just about like, okay, these guys are sagging, so I'm a sag. Or like, these these guys wearing beads, I'm gonna wear beads. Like, I kind of just, and I'm like, and it, it kind of is, is refreshing to like, even look back and think like, damn, I'm glad I didn't go that way. Yeah, you know absolutely. Because you stay true to yourself. About, yeah, you stay true to yourself. Yeah. But not only that, you never get out that shit. Yeah. And it's, it's funny, like where I was going back to the point where it's like me and my boy were talking and he kind of like went through the same thing because he was just different. And he's like a saxophone player now. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, how many fucking yeah. Dominican guys from Corona play sax? You know what I'm saying? That are in, like, want to, like, take up music Are going to be serious. Yeah, big. Yeah. Eventually and, be big. Yeah. And so, you know, we bought it up. And it's like, it's crazy how, like, you know, we're hanging out with, like, mad interesting people. Yeah. We have mad friends. And, like, the people that we knew in Corona, like, growing up that were mad cool, quote unquote, are, are like, still- friendless right now and just not not up to any good yeah they don't know their place in the world a lot of them are doing crooked shit and are not you know there's still people that like for example siblings of people that were our generation that my sister is friends with Mm -hmm. and then those people you know i see a lot of people that we knew or like you know people that were in our academy and stuff like that that had younger siblings that were about the age of my sister who my sisters crossed path with paths paths with Mm -hmm. and um have like you know they're just like for example i have a girl that we was in our academy she had a younger sister who was my sister's age that girl is now a stripper who is in chris brown's like videos and stuff but she's a stripper up in washington heights and literally she posts like naked videos of herself like twerking on her story on instagram and she's like on some cardi b type of vibe yeah and it's like so crazy because like you just get to see like who becomes who yeah Yeah. and it's like all just you know i don't think that it's like not that being a stripper is bad but it's just like that's part of like the hustler mentality there's two ways to you see like up until like she posts pictures of herself naked with the thing and i guess at her job or some shit I was going to say, like, if she's making her money... That's what I'm saying. I respect fucking, that hustle. I respect Listen, the whole hustle. But yeah. when, when it becomes an issue is when you're doing, like, you illegal stuff. When you're doing, like... The stuff that's going to land you into trouble, I feel like that's yeah. where you kind of just have to, like... What was she doing that was illegal? No, not that she was doing anything illegal, but I'm just saying... You're, I actually don't know what I was saying <laughs> when I came with that topic. I, we're, like, I, we're, like, half a bottle of wine. Yeah, and, and I also just smoked... A joint so i'm kind of just my mind yeah. was a little bit no you're good but um yeah going back to that thing it's like you can become a stripper you can but have a fucking personality right and that's the thing like have some like sort of like yeah you know that's my job but it's like after i'm done working like i'm a fucking graphic designer as soon as i'm done working i don't want to fucking look at another design i don't want to talk about that shit absolutely i don't want to same thing with yeah and I, I love my job but that's not all i am so it's like if you're a stripper and you're, and that's all you're bro, doing yeah that's yeah yeah bro and it's that's, so true yeah. it's so true you can tell you have to that. there has to be like a like a division between like a you have to be yourself and mm-hmm. yeah it's okay to flex right? right like it's okay to flex sometimes if you want to post pictures and shit that's fine but like Bro, like, you can tell when somebody's just doing it all day. And it's like, if I don't post this fucking picture of me and I don't get these comments, I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I can't live with myself. And it's like, yo, 
Like, stop. There are so and many you, people, which is so sad. Every fucking... Th- and it's, dude, it's, like, maybe since the pandemic, but, like, I'm, like, seriously thinking about... If it wasn't for, like, me DJing and art and all that and for events, I would have been deleted Instagram. Yeah. Because at this point, it's, like, fucking porn. It's yeah. Like, all, like... Like every it's true. Oh, like ninety eight percent of girls is just like bikini photo yeah. in fucking January. And then like, don't, what the yeah. fuck? Like, but you don't want to be a dick and unfollow them and only follow. So it's like I also want to keep up with your life, but I, I don't want to fucking see you naked all the time. Like, <laughs> as, and it sounds like damn, this dude's like wow, this dude's whack or this dude's gay. But it's like, no, it's not, not at all. Like, You're literally like. It, it becomes it's, like it, excessive. This sometimes. pandemic, it, like really, as we were speaking before, like it really changed so many, men, like so many things in people's mentality and stuff. Yeah, and it really, right. I feel like the, the majority of the world was losing so much. And then there was also it was such a crazy time that the majority of the world was losing so much. There was a portion of America that was gaining so much. Yeah. And then you have the portion in the middle that was essential and overworked and and you know doing everything that they could and it was hard because Mm -hmm. you know there was just like certain reliefs that were given to like certain like stimuluses that were given out for people that were continuing to work but it wasn't anything close to like the people who were truly unemployed and all that stuff so like it was it was just hard but um (laughs) i forgot why we brought this up (laughs) no it's dude it's fine uh we're talking about like just uh um, the mentality yeah, yeah that the mentality, mentality. Like- and it makes you just yeah like this thing really made you think a lot and it's like before this happened i think it was a little bit more like we didn't have time to to think so much about it because mm-hmm. we were all doing so much that we would go on instagram like oh hot girl in a bikini like you know like there was so yeah. much happening that it was like you didn't yeah. really see but then when we we know everyone's home because i we mm-hmm. step outside everything's closed we see it on the news nothing's happening unless you're doing some illegal thing where you're going to an illegal event or whatever mm-hmm. which is fine too but like you can't tell me that you're posing in this bikini like every single day. Like I get what you're saying. Yeah, you know it's what like, I'm saying. You know, where like, it's we're just all like... locked up. Like be real. Just post a picture of the book you're reading. Like... Yeah, ex- exactly. And it's like it becomes this thing where it's like, yeah, dude. Like I obviously I like girls, but when you see the same shit I, yeah. all the time, it's like, and even guys too. Like, and that's, when I talk I, yeah. about girls, it's just as bad as guys. It's like the, guys can I do agree the same with you, shit. Because guys... guys are always on vacation, buying the new car with this and like the money stack and and oh like the God, the rolex yeah. and the diamonds and beautiful but so, what are uh, you doing for society are you a philanthropist no, i'm mm-hmm. just kidding yeah <laughs> it's crazy like we're like mad like like yeah we sound mad old yeah we it's do funny. it's because we i feel like we have like we were raised with morals and values and we know yeah. that at the end of the day like yes it's beautiful to have the luxury things and to work for them and everything but like mm-hmm. it's also not everything i feel like at the end of the day we yeah, all know dude. like you know there there are things that matter a lot just as much or, or more in in most mm-hmm. some people's mentality it matters more like family is i think a big important thing is always yeah. you know that comes first and like just stuff like that, like in a time where it was all about that, I agree with what you're saying. Well, fucking losing people is not, it's the it's, ideal. Yeah, yeah, it's not like that shit it's, wakes you up. And yeah, you're, like you just lost somebody. Like, fuck, let me just distract myself on Instagram. <laughs> the first right. fucking thing you see is that you're like, fuck, man. Like, you know, and so you just realize, like, yeah, like life's not always about that shit, you know? Did you know anyone that passed from COVID yeah. or anything? Did you really? Yeah, yeah. I had an ex neighbor that passed. 
Um, oh. And he was like a someone that cool you like old, actually knew yeah, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, like I knew the guy, uh, a coworker That's, that was an old. Um, and you know what's fucking crazy, Alyssa? That like this guy that passed, like the old dude that used to work with us, like he was the same thing as Mr. Casablanca. Like he was a fucking oh, character. Like, yeah, he was like an old sad. Jewish dude. Yeah, but he was like. He would come I in and those. he was just—he was just a character, like right. old man, and those like classic guys, like yeah. you would see on Looney Tunes or some shit. Yeah. And bro, like third week, fucking home. It's like, like my coworker, like she was like, like Devastated. she loved this guy, um, yeah, and like you know, it's like, sad. And, but uh, yeah, she called me one day. She was just crying. She was like, "Yo, he passed. I can't believe this shit is happening." It's, and he was old, but yeah, it's like, fuck, it's you don't still, expect it like that. Listen, it's it's something. I, I think I have a whole different perspective on death just because mm-hmm. of obvious, you yeah. know, like I've got my fair share. Of, I've, I've dealt with my fair share of close deaths and it, thank God, I am truly thankful. And I know what I'm about to say is going to sound very like dark, but no, come on. Um, what I'm about, like, really, I truly, my sister and I both spoke and we, we were honestly looking at each other and we looked like when this pandemic started one of our really close friends lost her father because of the the mm-hmm. uh, virus and you know she couldn't throw him a funeral she like not like it was throwing him a party but like you know like she couldn't plan a proper funeral yeah. for him she couldn't even see her father for a month prior to his passing and i don't know that i could imagine that yeah because she only saw him through facetime and a majority of the time you know he was very weak so he couldn't really even do much about it you know so the whole point is just that um, it's like my sister and I feel very grateful to have lost our parents when we lost them and how we lost them. Yeah. That it wasn't this because I don't know, like my perspective on death is, is just already what it is. And I feel like people who were affected by it in the negative way, like that it took people that were close to them. It's just it's really unfair and it's so crazy. Yeah. It, it's, it's just crazy. It's just, it's just a really it was a dark ass time. And <clears throat> If you know somebody that passed and shit, it's like, I, it's I know shocking. everybody, all my friends, all everybody I know knows somebody that, that passed. That, or even that got yeah. it. Yeah, that got it too. So it was just a time where it's like, fuck, you just got to like appreciate be life grateful. right now. Just it made be you just be grateful. Yeah. It yeah. reminded, uh, I think, a lot of people on just like how to be grateful. Mm-hmm. Because like, you don't, like, it's so easy to look at things like, oh my God, I've got X, Y, Z that's like piling up. But then you also... Mm -hmm. have a roof over your head food that you're eating and like stuff you know that like matters (laughs) yeah yeah well it's it's fucking true man because it's like it's my grand like i think i wasn't really like so i've known my grandfather for like obviously all my life but he didn't really know us like that like he was he was and this is my mom's dad so he a year maybe like so like three years ago maybe two or three years ago i lost my grandma and that was like that sucked like because that that, yeah me and my grandma actually had a relationship and then like during the pandemic we lost my grand like her her husband which was your was your mom's stepmom stepdad my mom's dad oh so it was her mom's yeah yeah like straight up dad but it's just he lived in dr and he just worked literally almost 24 7 didn't give a fuck about anything else right and so every time we would visit it's he wouldn't really know our names and shit he would you know it was just that which is fine it's yeah and i literally saw him like on a video call before he fucking like passed and it was just like 
it's very fucking like surreal bro but like you're looking into like something that's about to like just not be there anymore yeah that's and and i think that is something that like is or even looking at it in the sense of like i was just with them i i I was just i got a crazy story with that yeah like it's it's really like it's like it's literally like like one day that some something is here then the next it isn't yeah but you know so i know some fuck my neighbor passed this year this this was a fucking crazy ass mm-hmm. year like 2020 was insane so this is fucking insane i'm not even like devastated but about it about it it, no. it was just so crazy like surreal it's shocking yeah so I, I i had a neighbor that lived like on the first floor below us and we knew him from now for like about a year like me and my brother like when i lived in my mom's and cool ass guy always like likes to drink you know chill go out like a venezuelan guy mad dope bro one fucking day he used to drink a lot though so sometimes you know he would be really fucked up and shit dude one day we're just chilling upstairs fucking hanging out and um we go downstairs to smoke and he's there he just got out of work he has a henny and he's like yo you know i just got out of work you know and we're just talking about life and he's like yeah la vida si whatever and he's like yo you guys want to swig i'm like bet so we take it you know we get glasses we have a drink with him like all right man see you later fucking like three hours later uh my brother's gonna leave like my brother was gonna leave to long island both my brothers are leaving that night to go visit like a friend in long island and my brother's friend is there and she has her daughter there so her daughter goes downstairs first and she's like mommy there's a man on the floor and we're like, what the fuck? So everybody goes, my neighbor was face down in front of the fucking house, like on cement, face down, freezing cold. It was like fucking January, maybe. Oh my like, God. Literally like zero, like probably like 20 degrees outside. Shit. Yeah. Long story short, he, he got mad fucked up. I, I guess the, the cold hit him. He passed out and just like, but it might, my, my thing is like, there's stairs in front of my house. So he just fell down the stairs, I guess already passed out, face plant. And yeah, we were the first ones to discover the body and we had to turn him over. Oh my God, that is a terrible experience. Holy fuck. I'm so sorry you had to No, it's cool. It's cool. No, like obviously you weren't like suffering and crying, but it's like having to like experience that. It it changes, not that it changes you, but it does. It does. It It definitely changes you. It's something because you know what it is though. It's, it's different from losing someone that's close to you Yeah. because you have, you're expected to be upset and, and, Mm -hmm. and not only expected, but you genuinely are hurt because you feel there was a lot prior, you know, you had a whole relationship with this person, so it's hard. Yeah. And it's not like we were mad close, but it was like enough to be like, the guy knew me. Like if I see him, and we're like we would talk and be cool like it, it's yeah. just it's it's just so scary like it's it's sad yeah it's it's just one thing like it just hit me in so many ways where it's like me and my brother talked about it like you know we've like we cried we did our fair share of like when was that this was like i want to say like six months ago maybe oh like my seven god that's ago. really like hard yeah yeah it was very it was mad extreme. Yeah. But I'm glad, and it's not, and I'm glad about this, but um, it's No, but it's a it, it taught you a lot. Not only that, but it was a relief that I was with my best friend. I was with my brothers. It, my mom was there because we all came down. We're like, what the fuck? We're all hanging out. And then, yeah, like, you guys this were girl chilling. screams and we're like, what? 
And me and Ken, like me and my brother just looked at each other. We're like, we we literally just had a drink with this guy. Yeah. And he's it. It was like, fuck. Like, and it and makes you feel like that, you, that could have been any of us. Exactly. Bro, like I didn't, yeah, like I had a drink in my up. hand that night and I put it down. I'm like, I didn't even, like I wanted to drink because of the, like the impact <laughs> it had on me. But then I was like, I'm like, knock on wood. I was afraid I was going to trip and fucking die. God like, forbid. Some yeah, random God shit. forbid. I God was just forbid. like, fuck, bro. Like, and again, like, and we were like, yo, it was his time. Cause it's, the thing yeah. is, it's also like the neighbors came out. They were like, he left for a cigarette like 30 minutes ago. And so we found his body 30 minutes, like. In if basically. it would have first happened and we came you could have probably helped out exactly yeah but, but, but it, it wasn't your like yeah. yeah no i don't feel like that i'm just saying like <laughs> it's crazy how nobody passed by yeah nobody true. saw a fucking body like it wasn't yeah. even like in the hidden in the shadow no, no, it, was, it was, like, was like plain middle right yeah. in front right in front of my fucking house bro and and was, yeah that's a big thing though like it's like what we were talking about also spiritually like mm-hmm. there is if it's your time it's honestly your time like doesn't matter where you are what you're doing what it yeah, is if it's bro. your time it's gonna happen no matter what and if it isn't your time you know it's not it just isn't and you will survive like yeah. something that has been making me think about that a lot has been uh, the demi lovato uh documentary i know it sounds silly but, like uh-huh. demi lovato but like Dude, she's been on mad podcasts. Like, yeah, she, <laughs> like, she's very like yeah. like the thing is I never knew the depth of like what truly happened. I didn't know like the severity of like not the severity, I obviously understood the severity, but I didn't understand exactly like her issues. I I just knew that, you know, she had an addictive issue, yeah. like an an issue with addiction, but like I didn't know to what extent or to like I thought it was something that she just, you know, would do coke here and there at social events. Yeah, no. But it was no. far different than what I imagined. Mm-hmm. And so I'm glad that I became educated on, you know, truly what she battles because also just, you know, the stuff that she explained that she went through like when she had her overdose, she said mm-hmm. that she had like multiple strokes and heart attacks and just stuff that you would think would kill yeah, someone would fucking, yeah. and you know someone that survives that it really just reminds you and it's almost like refreshing in a sense that you have almost like a guarantee that it's like when it's not your time it it's just isn't time, yeah. yeah it's like uh i'm gonna move this yeah this squeaking thing is gonna be a fucking nightmare to edit later okay so if, uh, if yeah. you need to it's fine i'll edit no, it yeah. but if you can like this yeah. i can i can deal <laughs> so um yeah like fucking mick jagger and ozzy osbourne bro like rock stars that like and these yeah. guys like snorted ants fucking snorted like gasoline like you fucking name it and that they're like is old as wild. fuck today just still walking around yeah and it's like and that's that half and half in me where it's like what are you kidding me you're feeling oh a little bit anxiety with weed like get the fuck out of here like fucking snort like i have this like half thing in my mind that's like you know stop being a bitch but then there's this other half that's like you saw that guy that died in front of your house right you want to end up like that you know what i'm saying yeah and not that heavy i'm not no, saying no, that no, that's, not but but, but you whenever have you're the fucking two, off the, the sides like the devil of the angel kind of thing exactly. i get what you're saying yeah so it's just like this thing where it's like i feel like we all it's like our conscience you know it mm-hmm. makes you like it almost you you almost like reprimand yourself in a way and then you're also just like you give yourself like but wait i, I work hard and i deserve it like you know exactly and and that's exactly what being an adult is and that's how you know like you know not that being an adult, but like you, you have those two sides to it where you know, like, I'm about to just go crazy right now, but then you also have that sense of control. Yeah. Because, and that's where that perfect balance comes Right. Out. And in yeah. moderation, everything is great in moderation. Yeah. Like, I'm not, like, no, don't ever quote me on this, but like, you know, 
like I'm not saying that doing drugs is is right, but I'm also like not saying that. Don't stay sober, you fucking loser. <laughs> no, not that either. I sound, I, it sounds terrible. But I'm saying like, listen, if you feel that you want to experience with, you know, certain drugs and stuff like that, you always have to just keep in mind, like not you, you, there's consequences to it and of so course. Yeah. you know everything in moderation that's why you know just don't smoke, do it just fucking smoke yeah. weed <laughs> california sober smoke exactly. weed and drink socially <laughs> yeah yeah that's why you know i've done i've done quite a lot of drugs and i don't want to say i even just, i hate saying that because i feel like a poser because but I, I have done like a couple of fucking like drugs Hello. in my life i was i was yeah. about to say like i've had my fair share of experimental yeah. phases and there i know what works for me i know what doesn't work i don't for even me. think Do it's a phase my... it's just a matter of like experimental exactly yeah it's like okay like i'm going out and i want to take this right that's it. i'm not like see we haven't been through addiction stages so it's to us it's like yeah moderation like i'm not gonna do that absolutely shit yeah Monday and i'm not saying morning. anything against like yeah. yeah like i mean and the thing is like i'm not condoning doing drugs either like listen if yeah, you have an addictive yeah. i never want to get caught on tape saying this because it's like hard you know like nah she, you know, dude, she's looking at me right now she's saying it. no, <laughs> no but you know what she's I'm writing saying. it down she's passing me a note it says <laughs> take all these drugs no, but you know what I mean? Like, I'm not here to say take drugs and I'm not of also course. saying don't take the drugs, but I'm coming off of, I'm, I'm speaking on personal experiences and I feel that despite my having a very addictive personality, I do have, I feel like, um, almost like a, like a filter in, in my mind where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try XYZ. And I'm going to feel it out and I'm going to just deal with it and experience it. But I'm not going to do this every day, no matter how great it is. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that throughout my entire high yeah. does when I do come back, I'm just like, oh, my God, that was amazing and great. But mm -hmm. I know that this is not something I'm going to do every single day. Of course. And it's like, I feel like as long as you keep that with you, you know, do what you need to do. Like, yeah. live your life and enjoy. Yeah. And listen to each his own. Like somebody like you know i'm obviously i'm fucking around but even like like weed or alcohol like like kendrick you know that's a perfect example because it's like and i didn't know like specifically the reason why he doesn't smoke bud but i was listening to mad city one day and he says it yeah. it's like imagine smoking bud for your first time in this place with cocaine and so now his like mm. experience with bud is just always going to lead back, back to, to that, that negative like dude experience. i'm not trying to like feel like that so his thing is drinking. So it's like everybody has their own experience. Like everyone has their own go-to. Yeah. Also, I've seen people trip out. Not like trip out, but like kind of like you know, like not enjoy the high. You know, where yeah. they're like freaking out or yeah, just like maybe not, having. And a, that's not fun. Exactly. That's it's not like, dude, you just didn't do it right. It's like, no, nah, bro. If you don't want to smoke, like people who say, yeah, I don't do that. Like I know people who drink once in a while and say, like, I don't really like weed because it's a downer. But then I know, but they'll do a bunch of blow. Right. You know, so it's not like I'm condoning that. No, but, but if everyone it, that's has what their thing. Exactly. Because certain exactly. people want to feel like uppity and alive and, and not and that that's each good. Their but own. Yeah. And we're everybody not, has listen, their own thing. we're not cops. We're not psychologists. We're <laughs> not like, we're just 
two kids that are now yeah. adults that are just trying to make we're it. We're still kids. Yeah. yeah. I'm, we're still kids. I still consider myself a kid, but then I look at the fucking, like, I'm like, damn, I'm damn near an adult. Like, I'm damn yeah, near 30. Yeah. Like, you got health insurance? Well, I guess I'm an adult. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, not do you have health insurance, but do you have it figured fucking out? Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's really hard. It's, it's. Yeah. Not just like. Being an adult, I'm pretty sure that being an adult in like Idaho would be a lot easier than being an adult in like in New York, in New York City. Yeah, yeah. Because even the people in like Saratoga Springs have it a far like like an inch easier than we have. Where the like, fuck is Saratoga Springs? <laughs> it's all the way up north, um, <laughs> very close towards like Buffalo and Canada. And is stuff. that where the show in? Is that where your show is filmed in Saratoga Springs? No, certainly this, not. This prepaid program is filmed in Saratoga Springs. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and this is brought to you by PBS Kids for viewers yeah. like you. <laughs> Yeah, are you the voiceover for the Disney Channel? Like, yeah, like welcome to Disney Channel. You paint the fucking <laughs> yeah, the, the dun 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 yeah. dun. <laughs> no, but I'm actually very, very good with all accents, impersonations, and like all. I told you this before. The Latino accents, I can do all of them. Really? Yeah, like I can do. Are you the female me? Is that what I'm listening um, to right now? This is what I'm saying. And I'm then, not too shabby with accents. No, you're you know you're this. not. No, you're not. But like I remember, we we you're hearing we, it here here for. <laughs> no, you're hearing it here. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Folks. We're the Joey from even, Full House. Exactly. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Literally, um, no, but uh. I'm good. Like, for example, I, I know nothing about Colombia, but I can do the Colombian accent and I can differentiate the accent from a Medellin accent and like a Bogota accent. Like, yeah, there are differences. And I am one of the people that can do both of them. Uh, I can do like an Ecuadorian accent pretty okay. Impressive. I can do, you know, I can I, I have some I can do the, the Spain accent very well. Yeah. I can do the Dominican. Now Spanish. that I've been to Puerto Rico, I have finessed the puerto rican oh, and i puerto also rican do hate spain. spain i never yeah, want yeah. i never want to go to spain and i just am not a fan of <laughs> you uh, really wouldn't go to spain no, i wouldn't okay, take it that far okay I mean, no Jesus. i okay so i would go to spain like i would go when it's my last <laughs> like after i've done the traveling i want to do okay, okay and then i'm like okay it's like my fine. last day on earth i guess i'll do spain. Like, <laughs> like, something along with those die than go to spain like, no 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 <laughs> not like that but i mean like i don't have like this like overpowering desire to go to spain like if i died without going to spain i think i'd i'd die pretty okay like I but I wouldn't like for example if the opportunity came across and I was it was in within my reach and I could afford really? it I'd go to Spain of course yeah because like, geographically it has yeah. nothing to do with what the fuck they speak exactly yeah. not no absolutely but it's not even about that it's just like I have like personal issues with Spain because they um, got a goal annulled in the World Cup for my country Paraguay mm. so I've got personal beef with them oh shit okay <laughs> if you will all right all right so um. When's the last time you've been to Portugal? I'm not I mean, from excuse me, Paraguay. Paraguay. Sorry, sorry, Paraguay. I actually haven't been to Paraguay in like over 10 years. Okay. Um, But my mom did leave me a large amount of property there, my sister and I. Uh... And so um, my uncle currently is like living in the property and he has been keeping, maintaining the property for like over 10, 15 years now. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I haven't really been able to go and enjoy, so I definitely want to go back now what that my mom's not here. here. Yeah, yeah, I know. 
I want to go in I, at least for like a month and a half and just like yeah. live it up and damn dude it, I mean I hate to like bring but it, that would have been perfect for you like during the pandemic like save up a couple and just like go over there like yeah I mean it would have been however at the time like I that's probably what I would have done but mm-hmm. at the time also when the pandemic began my family was going through it. My mom's yeah. younger sister passed away within the year my mom passed away. Fuck. And my grandfather Sorry. is still alive. So yeah. my grandfather lost two daughters within the span of like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. So it was just a lot for my family at the time. Now, like I'm not going to say that like my aunt's death affected me to any point like that. I think after you lose your mom, after you lose both parents, you just kind of become very like... I, it's, it's so weird to look at it in this way, but like, um, I, for example, like I, death will always affect me, obviously, but I've already lost the two people in my life that matter the most Mm -hmm. that obviously going through it very young sucks, but I also, my sister and I do have come to like this, the terms that we feel grateful that it happened because we got through it. We got over that already. And now we're rock solid. Like nothing can happen. And we're like unbreakable. We're, we're just bulletproof. Like there's nothing in this world that can happen that can harm us because yeah. we've already experienced the most pain you can feel. Right. So like when my aunt passed, it was obviously sad and I felt for my family, but I don't think that like I wasn't as affected, but obviously it sucks. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, have you ever watched that show, uh, Midnight Gospel? No. What is that about? It's on Netflix, and it's, like, animated, but it's very, very, like, trippy, like, spiritual kind of stuff. So there's an episode where, like, they talk about death, and there's there's a lady who's, like, a psychologist or, like, some shit, whatever, but, like, her special is, like, just talking about death and the reality of it. And one thing that I remember that they, like, she said, there was, like, I have this book and it's called Hard Laughter. And I thought that was, like, the perfect fucking title I've ever, and I've always, that stuck with me. Because it's, like, it's a it's laughing to something that you don't necessarily find it's funny, but exactly. you have to because, because it creates this, like, the, temple the, in you that exactly. it's, like, okay, exactly. I'm and okay with what happened. Yeah. It's not that, like, that's what you wanted. And but, it's not like it's a funny matter either. Yeah, of course. It's but not it's, that you're laughing, but it's, like, it's the it's, it's the, the same. It's the comfort, where, the almost, like, your coping mechanism yeah. in a way. And, of course, like, if she, and and who knows, like, you're not going to laugh, like, haha, that's funny, but you laugh, like, okay, like, damn, mom, like, I'll see you after this. Or, you know what I mean? Where and, it's just, and like. it's really crazy, like, yeah. going into, like, the spiritual stuff that we spoke about, like, there are moments where I genuinely, like, it's almost, like, scary. Like, I feel like I get weird talking about it because I don't want people to think, like, that mm-hmm. I'm, like, this crazy person. But, like, yeah, no, I genuinely do sometimes feel like my mom is around or, like, she sends me signs or, like, my, both my parents send me signs. Yeah. Like, for example, if, like, one day I'll be really sad thinking about them. Uh, the other day I was getting my nails done and there was something my mom and I used to do all the time. Mm-hmm. And I ended up going to this very different type of salon than I would normally go to. And the people at the salon were all like Latinos and it was very, very cool and comforting and they were treating me great. And I, for some reason, just really thought of my mom and I'm like, damn, like I kind of wanted to cry while I was getting my pedicure because I'm like, I, it's like, it seems almost, it feels almost like it's not right to be doing this mm-hmm. and she's not here getting one with me. And then... You know, like, I, there's nothing I could do. Like, I, and she would want me to be getting this pedicure anyway. So I went along. Like, what was I going to do? I mm-hmm. stayed there doing it. 
when I transferred from the pedicure chair to the nail chair, my mom's two favorite songs of life came on back to back. And I don't think that that was, that was not, and I had yeah. taken her to the concert for each of those artists before she passed. And like, I just feel like that that was like her. Yeah. And it was uh, like her confirmation of like, no, you need to be in this nail salon. You need to be doing this because I want you to be doing that's this. That's fucking crazy. Man. And like, I feel like that was all I needed because in, when I when I, I was like, oh my God, it's like she's here. Like, it's as if though she was right next yeah. to me getting her nails done with me. And I feel like that's she did that on purpose because she wanted she didn't want me to feel sad. She wanted me to feel happy that I was yeah, able to go yeah. to this nice salon and get my nails done. Yeah. And I feel like that is so... You, I feel like if you're not on a certain spiritual level or if you don't like believe in certain spiritual things, it's kind of hard for you to see that or feel yeah. that, you know? It's, and yeah, I, I totally agree. And I feel like at a certain point, even if you do or don't, you will come across like something in your life like that that happens. And that just proves even it's more confirmation and, and just, yeah, we don't fucking know. That's why I like. I like I hate religion. I hate when people are like, oh, "This is what happened." The after, ex- Shut me the fuck too. Up, you don't bro. fucking know. You don't fucking like. How the exactly. fuck? Like, can you explain something where it's like, okay, me and you can be like, okay, we're on to something. Like, okay, right. that's that's crazy. Like that, this person is no longer here because there's but proof. We can pinpoint certain things, but that I know for a fact, it's that's bullshit. You know, and that's it's like, what I'm saying. There's no way you know. I'm having to start now. Like, if I die, and it's like, yo, was that you? And it's like, yeah, that was me. I'm like, oh shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, like you know? I knew it so, was you. Why don't you guys just come down to earth and just be real? Like, yeah, bro, like you can't do that, you know? Like, yeah, like exact, <laughs> but exactly. Yeah, like, but it's like, okay, but what happens? Like, what what is the? I mean, obviously. No, yeah, that's I don't a want. Whole, I don't want to know, but like. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a whole rabbit but, um, hole. Yeah, but it, it's just <laughs> one thing that I do know though is that. I can confirm on this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can confirm that um yes, I do believe that people who pass on do communicate and and send you signs. And yeah. the more spiritual that you are 100%. and the more in tune you are with the energies and the more okay you are with it and the more welcoming you are with it to of it, mm-hmm. um the more it's going to happen. And I feel for me, that was something that I was very taboo about. Um, even before like my mom passed, I was very taboo about it. Um, when my dad passed, I was, you know, I was very, like, I had gone through a lot of fucked up stuff. And then like, I I had a lot of really bad feelings about my dad's death. Like I kind of feel like I guilted, like I made myself, like, I felt so guilty that he died and I kind of like made it like, it was my, like, not that it was my fault, but like, I could have done more for him. That was the guilt I had. And I kind of like punished my own self for it. And I like told myself, you're not allowed to be happy because he died and you didn't do what you could have for mm-hmm. him. And then, then there's this whole other side of me where it was like, how was I supposed to know what I needed to do if I was yeah. a freaking kid that was like trying to figure herself out yeah. and like, what the hell? Of course, so, like, that pressure is, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. then that's like something that I did to myself. Mm-hmm. And um, my mom noticed that I was like very going through it mentally and emotionally and like you know everything and so my mom spoke to my aunt who does go to like mediums and she does believe in these things a lot so she took me my my mom asked my aunt to take me to the medium i went to the medium the medium told me things that i swear to god you could never in your life know unless you have been to my house and know specifically yeah yeah. and so when that happened 
I it changed my whole outlook on it because uh-huh. my thing was growing up, I was always scared of brujeria. I don't want to do that because, you know, you're messing yeah. with spirits and dark stuff and you don't want to do that. But there is a difference between speaking to a medium where a medium is a person, not like a prophet and not going into religion or anything mm-hmm. like that. A medium is a person that does communicate with the other side. And like, it's not in a negative way, I feel. So... I I and like I know what you mean, but like I do feel like a medium, they're not completely on the other side. So even with mediums, even though they have good intentions, you're like that's why I don't fuck with any of it personally. Yeah, because like I feel like you're dabbling into a side that even though you might claim that oh I know I've spoken, it just takes one time for it to go fucking topsy-turvy yeah so like you can think that you're communicating with one thing and then like you're actually communicating with something else that's because there's good and evil so it's and and, then like us as humans like it's like fucking it's to me it's like uh seeing uh uh what is it called like fuck like gamma ray and then you have like uh god damn it like the there's uh the colors of the rainbow right you have like infrared Mm-hmm. right so we need certain devices to see infrared, infrared right? right but it does exist absolutely so if we don't have these goggles that allow us to see what we're communicating with you don't know what the fuck you're communicating so even though i'm not trying to say well, personally no. that she doesn't yeah, know what she's no, doing and i totally respect what you're saying yeah absolutely. but like my in my personal opinion like i think that that's always sketchy because it's just it's, dabbling into that world and it's like just just let that stay and and, and let's, i guess let's yeah i get what you're saying not judging I, you at all no no and no, absolutely yeah, yeah. i know you're not and absolutely yeah. not i think for me what what like like I was saying, the thing, mm-hmm. the differentiation between brujeria, which is something that I know for sure I do not want to fuck with, <laughs> yeah, is, nah, for is sure. not something because I got tricked into going to a seance for oh, a brujeria okay, thing. Talk about this. Yeah. yeah, that was honestly a very like holy shit scary situation, and I will never ever recommend that for somebody. Mm-hmm. But we'll get into that after this medium situation. So like with the medium thing, I feel like. I understand where you're coming from and I see what you're saying, but mm-hmm. also I think when you go through so much suffering due to the sudden loss of a loved one, of course. as close as that, you're kind of just like, not necessarily searching for answers, but like, at least tell me if you're okay over there kind of thing. Because also I was the caregiver to both my parents. My sister and I were the caregivers to both my parents before they died, so... We, our joke used to be my sister and I became the parents and we had a set of twins, a girl and a boy, because they were both disabled. It was really, really bad, like the whole the way my both parents got sick. And it was which is really fucked up. Yeah. And, um, you know, we had gone through a lot of really fucked up things. And I feel like not necessarily I wanted to know if they were OK, but it was nice to communicate with them in any way, shape or form. And I felt like it gave me a lot of reassurance and almost like closure. Mm hmm. So I feel like that's the reason why neither of us have gone back to a medium. Um, my sister did go to a, the, that medium. She never got to go when my dad passed. She ended up going when my mom passed. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, my my sister has her, like, story about what happened with that. And it really, to me, it feels like it is my parents. And I feel like also a lot of what you, it what how it, like, the energy you call is, like, what... The energy you're putting out. So if you're putting out good and positive things, you will only attract good and positive energy and, and good and positive 
things to come to you. But yeah. if you come in with a negative mindset and a negative mentality and like negative information, you're going to receive just that. So I feel like, you know, negative people will come communicate to you through the medium if that's where you know where your energy's at but if you're just going there with an open pure honest heart i feel like the energies will also protect you and guide you you know yeah. and you gotta like i do a lot of crystal therapy and stuff so for mm-hmm. me i'll take my rose quartz my clear quartz my amethyst yeah, yeah. and I'll, I'll have all of that with me that i know is going to help me and i'll have my black tourmaline to help me keep me grounded yeah. you know my obsidian everything to help out yeah yeah um yeah like i can definitely see like, i definitely know what you mean yeah i mean yeah. i feel like it's to each their own and you know yeah it's it definitely to each their and, own and no, it's like, don't it, judge others no <laughs> you know? uh, yeah right you know what i'm leaving huh i'm actually leaving <laughs> <laughs> my medium's downstairs uh <laughs> gotta go i've got an appointment with the medium <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah, it's just I guess seeing the other side, like the brujeria stuff, where it's that like that is is scary, and it's just brujeria. But like it's that's the thing, man. And it, I'm and listen, I might be uneducated on this, but it's like yeah, like anyone would be if you're dealing with shit that you can't physically. Or no, like, yeah, there's it's certain not like something you want to mess with exactly, and so that's where my stance is, where it's like I'm like. I 100% admit that I don't know what the fuck is going on. But that's why I don't want to. And it goes back to like that whole religion thing. Where it's Absolutely. Like, this is the team I play for. And that's it. It's like, <laughs> what? No. Like, we don't. I don't want to submit to anything. I don't want to 100% agree that. Th- because if it fucks me over. Like, if I start to see like negative shit. Or yeah. po- you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, we're yeah, just yeah. not prepared for that. Absolutely. And you, yeah. You're going in with like this pre- uh, you know this thought like where it's a, like yeah. oh yeah i'll be all right but then like and again not specifically no to your situation that you will right but i know a lot of cases where people are just like right like, going in with good energy exactly like yeah. you explained and they want to talk to this person or this energy rather that is not here with us and then some people use like certain fucking things certain tools to get that well some that's, people you and i know that's a whole that's different a big, story that's what i was gonna say the, i think that's a big like different there's a big differentiation between what you're saying because i know what you're saying and mm-hmm. i would never like th- no, like course, i would yeah. never go into like a psychic and go and 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 be like hey please find xyz that's passed on and like get them for me yeah, yeah. i would never do that what what the medium is is basically a person who the people who have passed on they communicate through this person and mm-hmm. it, she's almost like an empath but like to the fullest extent of being an she's, empath she's she's probably like she's probably mastered i would say the, the art of that of like but there's no doubt about it that she definitely has gone through negative experiences. Absolutely. Be, to become that like Absolutely. state of like, okay, after going through that, now I know my mistakes. She, and now yeah, I know, yeah, she she doesn't like, she definitely has gone through. And like, that's also why she's very selective of who her clients are and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. You know, she she is all about good and positive stuff. And, I, and like the only reason why I went along with it, because again, this does go past like i would never have i don't i've growing up i had the misconception of everything that you do that's with death is brujeria and yeah it's not necessarily like that because of the reasons that i again was tricked into going to a seance mm-hmm. 
so the way that yeah, tell me about the that. way that that happened was when my mom passed away it was really really hard it was obviously not that losing your mom isn't hard but it was just 10 times harder because my mom was in the icu for 20 days it was one for 20 days one day it was she's gonna make it the next day it was she wasn't the next day she was the next day she wasn't so you never mm-hmm. really knew what you were gonna get then of all the days in the month of December, she passed on Christmas Day. So it was obviously even more challenging. Fuck. And then you can't help but question the religion and everything because it was on that day. So that happens. Um, at the funeral, I had a very, very close friend of mine who was, you know, Paraguayan that I had grown up with, who was a very good friend of mine. He came around and mm-hmm. he like saw me and he like broke down and he just like was hugging me and like whatever. So after that, like shortly after that, obviously it was a very weird time for me. It was very hard. I was going through a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and a lot of feelings that I didn't even know I had and like just like a lot. And um, he asked me to hang out one night. We hung out and I knew that he always kind of had feelings for me, but I never had feelings necessarily for him. So it never yeah, wasn't reciprocated. Yeah. So then I, I don't know that it was I was in like a vulnerable spot or whatever, but mm-hmm. He asked me to hang out. We hung out. And I I don't know. Feelings developed. We started seeing each other. We started kind of dating. Uh, and no. yeah, like. <laughs> yeah. That's a Dominican. Like, that's boyfriend. what happens when you do a podcast with a Dominican guy. <laughs> Eventually you're going to hear the. Ah. Ah, pero mira tu coño. Ah, pero oigala. <laughs> no, not at all. Completely just dis- like disregarding the whole story. Like, oh, you got a boyfriend? <laughs> Fuck the seance. Well, tell me about him. <laughs> that's hilarious because that's so funny. That's so true. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Is what I meant. <laughs> so you started developing feelings for this yeah, guy. Yeah, whatever. So we started start... dating, yeah. and um, you know, we kind of had like a serious relationship, if you will, because it was mm-hmm. we had been friends for so long. So whatever. So, um, he tells me how he's on this journey of like connecting with his dad's side of the family who he had a bit of an estranged relationship with his father. So he didn't, you know, he grew up with his father's family until his parents got a divorce and then his father kind of like went MIA in a sense. So he was kind of like just rebuilding everything with his father's side of the family, but he did have direct issues with his father because of everything that had taken place. So it was kind of like he was rebuilding a relationship with everyone around his father except his actual father. Um, so his aunt happened to be, uh, she is a person who practices brujeria. She is all about it. And she has like all like the, um, it's not called brujeria, obviously. It's called... Um, What's, in Paraguay. No. Well, the thing is, she's Paraguayan, but she's married. She was married to a Dominican. And mm. he got her into all that. The Dominican oh, and the Puerto Rican. Santeria, that's what it Santeria, is. Santeria, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. she has, you know how Catholics, you know, and Catholicism. Yeah, so there's like the, a little bit of a different, like, it's not a little bit. Brujeria is like more, it's usually probably like 99% like like fucking spooky shit like it's literally brujeria translates to like witchcraft yeah so that's what it, once you have the word witch and hence bruja yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like get the fuck out of there like, <laughs> so but the thing is like she practices yeah. for me it's not brujeria but it's right next to brujeria because yeah yeah for sure what, Santa, what, Santa, what that yeah. is no what that is is quite terrifying actually and mm-hmm. i'm honestly whatever 
He's rebuilding this relationship with her, and he tells me about it briefly. He says he he pops into his grandmother's house. His aunt lives; it's her the grandmother's daughter, so she lives upstairs on the second floor. He goes upstairs to the house. He sees like all these weird like shapes and these weird things, and those oh, are her what santos. You, what do you mean these weird shapes? So they're so like, like, like is he seeing this like tripping? No, or, no, like, no, he's no. Physically he's, seeing? It's, it's he's seeing like physical, like. There was one that was like a pot, like like a skillet, and mm-hmm. like it had like a Puerto Rican straw hat. Then it had like a bunch of like seashells on it with a glitter, and it was like un santo that that yeah, did yeah. like the cast iron like stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then that sounds like like yemaya, yeah, like all these weird names and like very like mm-hmm. it was all based off of Santeria, the African religion that yeah. you know whatever branched off and became Cuban. So she's been to Cuba four times. She has become. Um, basically what you would consider a female priest in that religion yeah so she had shaved her head had gone through like wearing white like white shoes white socks white everything for a whole year in order to become like a santera basically Mm -hmm. so whatever she ended up losing her father maybe like a year ago prior to my my losing my mom and my my boyfriend at the time had started going over her house and he started asking her about it. Mm-hmm. So she said, he told her about me and he told her about like what I had just gone through and stuff. So she said, that's crazy. I feel like the spirits made this happen on purpose. I'm just so happened to be having um, a curation, like a una curación mm-hmm. on this Sunday because I feel like somebody put mal de ojo on me and somebody put like a negative spell on me if you had to explain mal de ojo like, like somebody gave her evil that? eye yeah, um, yeah, yeah. you know somebody gave her a dirty look and mm-hmm. wished bad upon her and negative things were happening in her life yeah so she she tells my boyfriend at the time that she says like so i feel somebody gave me mal de ojo alguien me maldició mm-hmm. and i i need to see like i need to find out what's going on so i've hired like hire help because she's already like una santera and she couldn't figure out what was going on after she like did a couple things that she was taught to do mm-hmm. so um she needed more help so she happens to have paid these people a lot of money to come over her house and set up like this whole thing so obviously santeria is considered a religion to those who practice it yeah it's however we don't grow up catholic as fuck we don't grow up like knowing yeah, at yeah. santeria as like judaism and stuff like no yeah so um whatever my my boyfriend calls me he's with his aunt that like one day and he the aunt go like she's on facetime and she goes hey she goes you should come on sunday i'm having a religious event and then i'm thinking like oh paraguayan catholic so i'm thinking mm-hmm. okay the virgin or something like some event yeah and then my boyfriend encourages me to go so i'm like okay like he knows i don't fuck with like those things and he knows whatever so i'm like okay i'll go Mm -hmm. so i go over and it was not what i expected um they had like just very they they smoked a cigar they had like a cup of water with a candle under each chair um it was just very bizarre it was very scary um it was like the windows had to be open. They were smoking a cigar. 
um, they needed to have like a white, like a dozen white flowers with chamomile water. And you had to, and they put it in the center of the table. You had to cover all photos and pictures and all mirrors had to be covered in case a spirit came and took over the mirror. Like, you know, that, that was just like something that they tell you as a warning mm-hmm. and you're supposed to sit there and be okay with it. Yeah. And I'm like, the whole time I'm sitting through this thing and I'm just like, what the fuck? And then, um, then she asked them to do a reading for me and I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to do this right I'm now. I'm good, yeah. And I was like, listen, like, I was under a different impression. I'm good. And then they're like, well, your energy's already here, so we might as well let you know. Your foot's going to be in pro, like, you're going to have issues with your feet. We re- I'm feeling that you need to go and cleanse the crystals that you, that you practice with. You need to go to a river, an ocean, somewhere in the, in, in the nature setting and cleanse your crystals. And I'm like, okay, you know, thanks. And it was just like very odd. Nothing negative happened, but the fact that I kind of had to sit through it and like the way that they, that they call the spirits and the way that they are able to like do readings, they, they use, um, Catholic influence. Yeah. Like they use like, um, like for example, Padre Nuestro, they'll use lines of that, but then they'll use stuff that's like not like yeah. the opposite and you're yeah just like, yeah it's a combination of like this it's scary yeah it's it's very weird where it's like okay there's the good side and there's the bad side of religion but it's kind of like they blur the lines in between them. yeah you know and what I'm that's saying? Yeah. and i feel like that's what's the most intimidating because you're also like okay now you're fucking with something that i'm completely unaware about and i don't want to like make you upset or anybody here upset mm-hmm. And even the ones that I can't see, like, I'm, I don't want to make anyone upset, but, like, I yeah. also don't, like, and then when I, when I spoke to someone else about it, someone who was very, very Catholic, and I spoke to them about, like, the experience I had, they said that, picture that as, instead of you taking, like, a private jet to, not necessarily that you take private jets, but, like, you know, hypothetically speaking, instead of you yeah. taking a jet to heaven and visiting your loved ones you are taking the cheap bus through the ghetto and you're finding all the dead spirits along Mm -hmm. the way you're not just going for the positive you don't have that sole intention of just positive not that you have negative but you also are coming across a lot of like yeah, the killers. Yeah, that's and what the, I'm saying. Where it's and like that's you're you're what's literally like scary. You're you're going into something you don't know. Exactly. And you're, right. you're going into something that and yeah, like that we don't fucking know. And no matter what, like and and again, personal opinion. But no matter how someone says how professional they are, or have yeah, it that's matter. all you. I mean, it yeah. doesn't like it's all like you can say it, and maybe you can have a ninety nine percent approval rating. Like, but it's like it's not guaranteed. It, that everyone you're right. has their own experience. No, and and hundred percent, and that's that for me was very like scary. Like, yeah. I don't want to feel uncomfortable or or feel like um you know like doing something wrong. Yeah, I I just enjoy going to someone and then them telling me information about me that they don't. There's no way they can know. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, so you like that. That to me is interesting because I find that scary as fuck. <laughs> I like that because again, for me, like to me it's like my parents are telling them to say this kind of thing. Yeah, but I, I like, There's no guarantee and that's your like there's no guarantee. But don't you feel like, you know, this life right now? I also feel like that being said, everything that let's say we have a let's say we have a like 
predetermined destination and like you know oh this is what your parents want i also feel like if i decide to jump out that fucking window right now i'm dead like you well, know what yeah, i'm saying no, so like 100%, life is it's not it's literally like yeah. a flip of a coin where like if a meteor decided to hit this no, portion of earth absolutely we would die so like it's um i feel like it's you gotta just let life take its own course and, and not have and, and but this is again not saying not that you're you judging. personally no, you know. should do it but like <laughs> As, like, me personally, that's why, like, because you might hear some shit, and then the mind is crazy. It's, the yeah. mind has nothing to do with religion. It's scientifically. So it's if you true, hear some true. shit that's, like, you don't want to hear, you you already heard it. So now <laughs> you're going to have to, like, fuck, man. I wish yeah. I didn't. It's like seeing some, like, a fucking, like, a fucking uh, cartel video, like, somebody getting decapitated. It's like, you know, at first you were like, damn, yo, this shit must be crazy. But after you watch it... You're going to be fucked for like two days. Like, yeah. damn, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, the first right. time watching one of those videos in my life. And I was like, I didn't want to walk down the street. Like, I thought I was going to get like, together. Like, get decapitated. <laughs> that ass, bro. Like, that shit was because it's the first time seeing something. No, it's intense. it's impresionante how they say in, in yeah, Spanish. Yeah. yeah. So, so that being said, right. So I have a story like not that I was bought to something like that. But so one of my boys, um. Yeah, he has a he owns a botanica, so he works there. Oh, I've got to like. Okay, can yeah. I go pee though? Yeah, yeah, me too. I gotta piss. Let's piss. All right, we'll be right back. So, yeah, but I want to have a ghost podcast, man. A ghost podcast. You should yeah. definitely do it. Yeah. Can you do the Dominican impersonation again? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. So, when I was like fucking, so shout out to my boy Frankie, but like we've been boys since like sixth grade when he first came here from dr and it was like i was like 13 i think and that was when he first came to new york no no he was we were 11 like okay it was sixth grade so yeah i was 11 years old when he first came here but um one day we're just chilling in my crib and his dad i think comes over and we're like neighbors and i think it was like eighth grade or some shit like that so he comes through and he's like um, yo, can I use you guys' printer, whatever? He's like, yeah, yeah. And my mom's like, yeah, sure. And he's trying to figure this shit out, whatever. And he, he gets his papers. And for some fucking reason, like, him and my mom are talking, and it just gets into the conversation of ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, I remember me and my boy and, like, his dad and my mom were just sat down. Because mm-hmm. it started off like everybody standing up like, all right, I'll see you later. By the way, have you ever... And it <laughs> yeah. just turned into this whole thing. Whole situation. And then yeah. we... At, by, the, by the time we knew it, we were just all sitting down. And this guy's telling like <laughs> insane ass tales, bro. Like in Spanish. He's just like, Another. You're telling something to me. In la noche. Like mad serious, yeah. like I was, in, I was it, yeah, yeah. And he but was the Dominicans <laughs> be the ones with the craziest tales too. Like, yo, yeah. bro, he's like, yo, I was, I knew a man who was in the mountain. Yeah, <laughs> always like it's always like I knew a guy who knew a guy who like a donkey came up to him and asked him like, yeah, like, like some crazy some shit, fucking, yeah. Like, what the- but the craziest part of all is like you're just like stuck between like do i believe this or do i not but then it's like but he had like five fucking tails so it's like okay one of those got to be true yeah like something has got to give at some point (laughs) no i love like the 
like Mexico, right? Yeah. Like, I feel like Mexico is like, like the, the birthplace of like yeah. There's a lot witches of, and also shit. though like with Mexico, it's very special because um, there's so for example in Tulum in the jungle area, there's a lot of like between Cancun and Tulum, there's a lot of cenotes, which is natural pools which were created by millions and millions of years ago there were meteors that hit mexico and they the holes of the meteors that were left the craters became like natural pools so that's like where people if you ever see like the cancun photos or whatever you see them in like on instagram of course you see them just like you know in these things and there that's what that is but through crystal therapy i learned that there's certain things that aliens have to do with like obviously energy and whatever outer space and stuff so they say that anything any country or anything that has been hit by meteors is just automatically spiritual as fuck damn so it's crazy because they have something in the czech republic where there's this thing that has been going around on tiktok it was trending on tiktok it's moldavite it's a crystal it's very, very expensive if you buy a real one because it's becoming extinct, if that's what you'll call it. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, it's from the Czech Republic. It dates back to millions and millions of years ago when a meteor hit and all the green, they're green and they're alien. They call it like, they say that the crystal is green because it's alien plasma, whatever. <laughs> so they say like it has something to do with aliens and the crystal yeah. is basically very, very powerful. And if you see TikToks about it, they say that Moldavite changes your life. And they say that you have to be mentally ready to get that crystal and stuff like that. Yeah. So my sister and I bought earrings of it and they're natural. They came with like, they're legit. They came with like a certificate from the Czech Republic and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they're like legit. I don't know that I felt like a crazy difference about it. Like the way people on TikTok did, but also maybe I wasn't spiritually ready for it. Yeah. But either way, like they just say anything that has to do with like aliens and like natural stuff like that it's just very spiritual and in puerto rico dominican republic the bermuda triangle in all of the caribbean after my trip to puerto rico i learned that there is a lot of ufo and like supernatural stuff that happens in the islands yeah and that's why yeah because i was gonna say they kind of like there's theories that that's all in the same realm it is and that's the craziest part of all is like after me going to puerto rico it i think that it it really is yeah so what did you experience in pr so when i went to puerto rico my friends before going like i i was doing a lot of like um researching on puerto rico and like what are the must do's like when you go and stuff like that so I found this thing that said bioluminescent kayaking, but you have to do it at night because it's bioluminescent and it has to be done at night. Of course. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking, okay, cool. Mind you, I've never fucking done a single thing inside, like aside from the gym, New York City gym school rowing. Yeah. Like, there's really no... You are doing fucking bioluminescent yeah. kayaking? In the freaking wild. Did you say kayak? Yes. Okay. Yeah. What level of kayak? So, <laughs> listen, apparently... Because you know there's like extreme ass craft so we kayaking. Did, yeah. And we did... So whatever, I was like, yes, let's do it. So I'm all about it. And my sister, she was also going to go with us. So my sister's part of the group chat of the girls that we were traveling with. And everyone was like, yes, because I'm the one who like sent the idea. 
<laughs> my sister was like, okay, like if my sister is down, then okay, I'll do it. Yeah. So my sister, like we all end up getting the thing. We buy the voucher for it, whatever. And then this is all prior to the trip. My sister comes home that day and she goes, Vic, you're you're down for the bioluminous and kayaking? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I saw it. it's like a must do when you're in Puerto Rico. You have to do it. It's one of the seven places in the world that has it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So my sister is like. Because it's fucking dangerous. That's why. Yeah, that's exactly what the fuck she said. <laughs> my sister goes, you don't, you've never even been snorkeling. You've never done like anything like fun like that. Like you have no idea what you're in for. Like it's scary. My sister travels a lot. So she's yeah. done a lot of like, she's been to like a lot of different places and stuff. So she's done a lot, like her fair share of like activities. Yeah. She's like kayaking is not one of the things I would ever fucking do. So I'm like, okay, whatever. It's too late now. We bought our vouchers. We show up and fucking middle of the night in Fajardo, Puerto Rico. <laughs> and the way that they call it, Fajardo. <laughs> like, estamos en Fajardo, Puerto Rico. <laughs> pretty spot on. So um, we show up. It's like pitch black, middle of the night. It's about 10 p.m. And uh, we check in. We put on our life jackets. And then the tour guide gives us a brief, like... If you've never been kayaking before, we're going to do this for the first time. And he has, like, Puerto Rican English. Like, it's it's very difficult to understand. He goes, so when you're going forward, you're really going to go back. Like, he's, like, saying some, yeah. like, opposite what directions. Like, he's giving us, like, the rundown of what it really is. And it's just, like, really fast. And I'm also dying of an anxiety attack because I didn't realize that I signed up for, like, a non-motorboat that I actually have to control and be in charge of, which mm -hmm. I was, like, not prepared for. I knew kayaking had some level of like man work yeah. but i had no idea that it was just me and the person behind me that were in control of everything and i didn't know even the extreme like to the extreme that like the kayaking you like the person in front controls the actual boat so like if i were to move too far to the right we would probably tilt over mm -hmm. and like these are things that a person who just like is fabulous and doesn't do kayaking and like man work herself like would never know yeah. so it was hard and in the middle of the night it was even harder because then the tour guide after he finishes like the how-to explains what we're gonna do so basically there's a beautiful ocean in the dark of like beautiful yachts that are parked up and he says we're not going towards the ocean we're going to go towards the opposite side which is pointing in the middle of the forest basically and he says what we're going to do is we're going to kayak about five miles inward to the um lagoon which you know is on the left side of the ocean and it is the way you get there, you navigate through broken land, basically through event like the, the tectonic plates that have moved. And then also craters that have pre not craters that have previously hit, but, you know, different energy that what he had brought up was like different energy and stuff, whatever. Yeah. So that happens. And then we are supposed to go through this. So we're going through the middle of the night. It's literally like a jungle. It's so humid. And you can't see the moonlight because it's literally all the trees that are, like, falling over because of gravity. Mm. And it's literally, like, you're going through broken, like, picture the tip of an island broken. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, you have the roots of the trees, like, the trees are here, but then you have the roots of the trees literally up to the middle of the ocean. Or, like, the middle of the body of water that you're in. So you're kayaking and you're, like, I'm so far from that tree. And then you feel the roots. 
So it's like you have that, which also you're in the middle of the freaking jungle in Puerto Rico. You don't know what the fuck is happening. So just to start you off, two seconds into it, I'm like kayaking, whatever. My friend is behind me. She has experience with this. So she's like leading me. And two seconds in, I like canoed a little bit like too hard and something falls into the thing and someone's like, oh my God, it's a frog. Like, (laughs) I wasn't ready for these things. So then my sister is on the kayak beside me. And I'm like, Karina, there's a frog on me. She's like, what? And then she screams. And then her kayak person is getting scared, too. And it's like, it's just like a whole shit show. So we canoe for about an hour. Was it like a bioluminescent frog? No, because what kind of? Because then we show up to this lagoon. And then the tour guide's like, after like a tough hour of like kayaking and just in the dark, you're coming across these different animals. Lagoon, lagoon. <laughs> and then you show up to the lagoon. The two tour guides are like with their boat, like their kayak is like they're sitting on like the part where your like body is supposed to be protected by. Yeah. So that their kayak is like up like a surfboard. So they're like sitting on it and their like feet are literally in the water. And they're strapping us all onto this, like, one string. And then we all line up. And it was so hard because, obviously, the water is moving and the kayaks keep, like, like smashing. And you're supposed to also remain in the center because, if not, you will tilt over. And now that you're all connected, if one tilts over, a majority will probably tilt over. So it's a big shit show. And suddenly, the tour guide goes... As, like, they're collecting the rest of us, pulling up, the tour guy goes, loco, la vi. And me and my sister fucking are the two kayaks beside us. We're already terrified beyond our belief. Like, we've been on this shit for over an hour. We're scared as fuck. And then we're like, what the fuck did he see? And then he goes, so what I just saw is the cone jellyfish. And what that is is from the Bermuda Triangle, very, very rare. And it's apparently this, like, bioluminescent jellyfish, like the SpongeBob ones, that yeah. in, like, that episode, like, they're, like, blue. <laughs> yeah, that, that one. Like, the, in that yeah, techno yeah. party. Yeah. So all the jellyfish were, like, blue. So it was, like, the glowing jellyfish. And then eventually we did see a king, like... It looked like a squid, like a glowing. Dude, that's mad. It was so scary because those are deathly. Like if they sting you, you're dead. Yeah. So it's like so scary because like we're we're just casually might fall in if we tilt over too hard. If you tilt over too, yeah. And like maybe die by a jellyfish thing in Puerto Rico. So I like when we all are lined up, he puts like he brings out this like dark like tent material thing, and he goes. In order to see the bioluminescent, you have to put this over your head. And we're like, what the fuck? So he puts over this like big like tent material thing over like a bunch of kayaks. And then everyone's like, oh my God, oh my God. Because what they are are just plankton from SpongeBob, but they're just um plankton's like bioluminescent. Yeah, plankton's mm-hmm. like defense mechanism in that side of town is almost like a firefly effect so like if they feel threatened with any movement in the water that's foreign aka kayaks human interaction they will glow and they like that's like their way of like fighting Mm -hmm. so once you put your hand in the water everything glows so you can take like a bucket of it and throw it and you'll be glowing if you're in the dark it's really crazy yeah it's crazy 
So we get there and we see it, but then the guy also goes, and also Puerto Rico is known for the chupacabra because of the UFO sightings and like all these things. And then he starts showing us like from the lagoon, he like shows us like the Big Dipper and like all the constellations. It was really mm-hmm. crazy because I honestly never believed in that. Yeah. It's and not only that, you just wouldn't expect it in a fucking bioluminescent like, kayak. Yeah, thing. like you would By the way, there's like mad aliens around here too, huh? <laughs> also, look at this fucking sky. like And like this jellyfish. And then me, I have like a thing with the Bermuda Triangle. Like I'm always scared to go to Bermuda because of that. <laughs> like I just That's believe. mad rare though. You got to be on like a fucking 15 day like yeah, tank but- oil. Shit yeah trip. but like <laughs> you know <laughs> i'd probably stay away <laughs> yeah but like yeah you there's probably little chance that you're you would ever pass through the bermuda triangle like usually it's like yeah i'm sure they try to avoid usually it it's like cargo planes and shit that are traveling from like you know even planes get sucked i in. would assume i don't fucking know <laughs> over here sounding like you know what's going yeah, on yeah no i don't i'm just thinking like this <laughs> i don't there's not a huge number of like there's not like a massive number of uh planes or ships that have disappeared across especially the not recently but still yeah but uh, that's what i'm saying the chances of you having to like be added to that list that's matter. <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah like, but like with just my luck you yeah know? <laughs> Well, yo, she passed. What the hell happened? She, she booked a flight to Bermuda. Fuck. I'm dying again. <laughs> no, like, I just... I'll go to Bermuda, but I'll probably just, like, stay, like, by the sand. <laughs> no boats for me. You still gonna have to fly over that fucking triangle. Am I? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Because if that's the case, I can. That goes with the Spain list. I can like die without going. Yeah, no, I'm I'm good off of that too. Yeah, but supposedly they, from (laughs) they figured it out. Yeah, but there's mad scientists like putting in like putting in mad fucking work into like like what the fuck is going on over there, and from what I saw, I think it's like uh, electro magnet. Oh no, electro radiation, magnetic radiation fuck i'm high and i'm late so don't judge me on this this is i know yeah, don't judge me on like yeah the majority of this podcast but elect um fucking radiation something like that there's this like field around the bermuda triangle and that's why or teleports these things that pass through there which is or, understandable or there's a the more scientific more like non-fiction possibility is that these things just happen because the current and the like the way the ocean moves in that specific area right. just fucks you up. Exactly. And, then and these that's things also just haven't possible. been found. And exactly. yeah, I agree as well. Like I'm probably also, more leaning like, on that to, like the the other That's there's natural yeah. like causes to it for exactly. sure. And also like the ocean is very, very like tricky. Like you can't like the ocean we don't we only discovered five percent of it. Like Yeah. It's yeah. scary. You don't know the powers of it exactly and even like the whole like atlantis stuff that's like now i feel like it has become more um more of a of a relevant thing Mm -hmm. that atlantis like the whole fact that it was a true city under like the water and stuff yeah i don't know if you've heard anything about that recently but it has become more oh it's a recent thing it's like a it has become relevant again like that they discovered evidence of atlantis or whatever but but, I mean, I mean, yeah, I definitely believe like... in, like, 
ancient civilizations and like for me i think it comes from somewhere like we can believe that maybe some guy just made it up and it'd be but like come on like there's a reason why yeah, atlantis it has it's that. like even the history of it exactly that's where fucking aqua aquaman comes like there's this whole fucking story behind atlantis so i actually know nothing about any of those like superheroes and stuff like that you're missing so- out man so I've been told. <laughs> but I just, I don't know. I didn't grow up like into the, I, I grew up like very not American. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Like, what the hell? <laughs> I know. It's, it's, I have a syndrome. Hey, if you don't like America, <laughs> then get the fuck out. The door's right there, honey. Yeah, honey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honey. But uh, I'm too spoiled in the American ways. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. I grew up very, like, my parents were first, like, they they first came here from Paraguay. They were, like, Mm -hmm. Paraguayan, born and raised. They knew nothing about this country. And they kind of kept it that way. Like, not that they, they, like, they did expand. They they did kind of somewhat Americanize. But they were always so, so, so stuck in their Paraguayan ways and true to their Paraguayan ways that they kind of, like, like, raised my sister and I in a Paraguayan home in america Mm. but like i'm the same exact raised the same exact way a girl that was born and raised in asuncion paraguay like it was raised like yeah so i don't know much like for example people talk to me about like the backstreet boys and like the 90s bands and like the 90s rappers and like these things and it's like yeah i know a lot about 90s rap and stuff like that but it's because of how i grew up and what i became educated with but rap is different like I didn't like. I don't. Gr- I didn't grow up listening to American music. I grew up listening to Paraguayan music. I, Spanish Even though music. you were in Queens, bro. Yeah, my parents. Not that they did this so on you, purpose. So they never put the radio on and just had. No, to, of like, course we did. Fuck like it, I don't have a obviously, CD right my sister and I grew up listening to Britney Spears and stuff like that. Of course, yeah, we so were some American. Of them got through. Some of them got through, but yeah. like for example, like old school stuff or things that the cool kids were into. Like when my sister and I were very young, we were not yeah. really about because yeah you know we we didn't grow up as american as we probably like not that we should have but like or as we could have rather yeah yeah so it's just very weird because like we're very much paraguayan Mm -hmm. as in comparison to being american but then we are very american as well you know yeah eventually you you get molded into exactly yeah we did grow up very different also like we have different like priorities and different like things that matter and stuff but it, i mean everyone's different but we grew up a little bit more paraguayan than american in yeah. most ways yeah um yeah i, I definitely yeah, i definitely can see that like growing up dominican like my dad only played like merengue like, yeah only like Spanish only stuff music. yeah like, he would play american shit sometimes but it was the wackest shit known right America right <laughs> it was like fucking i don't know why. which now i'll bump to like as an adult i'll be like oh shit like yeah. they're playing like wham like that's lit yeah no i'll bump like his spanish taste but his english taste in music is whack it's mad funny but, like, his spanish <laughs> say he his spanish taste in music is like it goes off yeah forever. your dad i yeah. remember yeah yeah so like he he has a pretty large fucking selection of that but but yeah it, to me it also it's like Cause like yeah, Spanish music is good, but like fuck, like how did you come to this country and like not, not get in yeah. on the culture of like these fucking amazing like music cultures that were going on right. at the time? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I feel this, like I, I get, don't know. I, yeah, I think about my dad like damn, you never fucking smoked a J and never like 
fucking you know what i'm saying like been to like a, a rock concert or at least been to like a, a yeah. rap concert or, it's like nope <laughs> no only been to deepikas or merengas like bro what damn that's crazy you miss you dead ass missed miss out, out. Yeah. even like the whole break dancing like scene yeah shit, like, yeah definitely that was mad iconic you know so uh yeah <laughs> and even with us like we got into american music but like but that's what i'm saying like my i that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know how your parents or like if they used to listen to the radio and shit, but there a lot of my favorite fucking songs today are like songs that I subconsciously like. So like when I was a kid, I listened to on the radio. But then as an adult, you're just like you hear it. You hear yeah. it again. And you're like, yo, I love that song. But like you haven't heard it like since you were like five. No, I know what you're saying. So You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like a subconscious like and you pretty much only like it probably because it reminds you of a time that like doesn't exist anymore right it's like nostalgic yeah Yeah, it's like a nostalgic kind of thing yeah so like that's like there's you know mad examples like that where i like remember being in my parents car and just listening to an american song like yo that song is mad lit i mean no because i think my like it's hard to explain i don't know how to really the way it's not that they didn't Americanize because the music taste, like my mom had an amazing music taste. She knew all yeah. like the rock songs and but also not like nineties and up. Like yeah, she yeah. knew like everything be before then. Mm-hmm. But then once like the nineties hit, she was busy, you know, getting married and having me and then my sister. So it was like she wasn't about like the music stuff. So then like growing up, you know, as a kid, I would only hear like the eighties like everything up to the 90s mm-hmm. but then i had to figure everything else out for myself yeah, once yeah, i was I capable you. of doing so you know yeah yeah and that's what i mean by not like there was a lot of for example i have a lot of friends that they know stuff that i don't know about or like they then they look at me and they're like you never heard this and i'm like mm, not really like mm-hmm. or if i did it was just like very distant yeah they're like how the fuck have you never heard yeah and then yeah. and then i'm just like and then their parents are like the parents that came here when they were younger like way younger like when they were in their 20s and then they ended up becoming americanized because they were in their prime and they would go clubbing and out and whatever mm. so you know when you have parents that were here when they were very young that's different because they do become like more they're more about the scene and they're more about what's going on here at that time you know what i mean yeah I don't know. I can definitely. No, no, no. You're definitely not, dude. Yeah. It's, um, it's, yeah, it's our parents really. And like, you know, just being exposed to that shit. Like if you have a neighbor that just bumps, like, you know, my cousin, she used to live below us and she was, she always used to play rap. And I remember my dad being like, fucking this girl playing all this hip hop. And as a kid, I'm just like, and it's crazy. Cause nobody told me like, yo, don't ever say this shit is whack. I just naturally, yeah, I was yeah. like, yo, I don't know about you, bro, but this shit is fine. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly, exactly. I don't know what the fuck you talking about, dad. Yeah, but, but that's because also <laughs> yeah. you didn't grow up in his, like, where he grew up. Like, you yeah. grew up here and you knew. But like- he's also, like, but that's the thing. Like, that's where it goes back to, like, he wasn't, like, I don't think he gave it a, even a fucking chance. Because it's, yeah. like, with rap, hip-hop, even, like, certain rock, it's, like. You and have even to like give it, freestyle, yeah. like bro, like, like, and I'm a DJ, so I, I love I be, the freestyle stuff, though. Yeah, like the free, the Puerto Rican freestyle. Yeah, that's type. good yeah, too. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Oh no, no, I, like yeah, I'm I'm not too big of a fan of that. Like, it's all right. <laughs> like it hits sometimes, but a lot of that is mad cheesy. You're my dream girl, like that one. Like yeah, you're so funny. <laughs> 
Because it's like they have like the certain songs that it's just like so house. And you're mm-hmm. just like, dun, 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 dun. I love you. Like, yeah, it's just like, all right. All right, like. But like, yeah, Dominicans, Puerto Ricans, like pretty much older Spanish guys. Even yeah. probably like older black people too. They love that shit. Yeah, they do. They like die, man. <laughs> like when they take out their wife to dance, it's fucking over, bro. Yeah. If you yeah, were trying yeah. to hit on that lady, it's over for you now if they play that shit. Yeah, for real. Like it's, you gotta know it. <laughs> walking out with the gators. <laughs> That's hilarious. May I, may I have this dance, but like in a vest and like a... <laughs> you're my dream girl i can't get over that. <laughs> yeah somebody asked you to dance at the club to that like they just started playing that some dude came up to mad serious like vest tie and uh, like a fedora and he was like may i have this dance <laughs> i i mean I'd i don't probably... know how to dance this man i gotta be yeah honest with i would probably, i'd be like i don't really know how to dance but i'll dance with you like I'm yeah like, hell yeah yeah like if i was like you know drinking as fashion i'd be like yeah why not how can you say no to that guy? yeah like especially because like i like that music you know like old yeah. school shit like not that i'll like you know like bump to it every day on my way to work like. <laughs> but you know it's good it's i like listening to that especially like ktu like when they play like those old school songs yeah. <laughs> like uh, yeah but that's what i'm saying ktu be hitting it sometimes. Yeah, yeah like they be bro. putting on like What's that song that I always like? The one that they, he talked about in Big Daddy. Um, if I can't have you, I don't want yeah. nobody, baby. Like yeah. I, re- that's like one of my favorite songs. Like I really like that song. Yeah, music back in the day really hit differently. I feel like if you ever listen to like vinyl, mm-hmm. vinyl hits mad differently, and, Different. you, and you realize, oh wow, like these fucking people were listening to this type of like. And they this were type of so deep quality of music the whole time, and it sounds so much more raw. And that's why these people had so much more emotions and shit. You, you know? know who I really like? Like Al Green. I love Al yeah, Green. Yeah. Um, who else <laughs> was this person that I was thinking about? I can't think. The of most him. perfect Afro ever, Al, <laughs> yeah. Al Green. I love Al Green though. There, he has like so many hits. Yeah. He has like different moods too. He has like the sad mood, and also like like oh no, that's getting into like Donnell Jones, which is different, <laughs> like completely different vibe. Yeah, yeah, you gotta put me on more to these records, bro. Yeah, they're so good. I know a little bit of Al Green, but Donnell Jones. Yeah, man. Donnell yeah. Jones is classic. I like uh Donald Bird, or he's more like maybe late seventies. I might be wrong about this, but uh yeah, him. <clears throat> um. Obviously, like Rick James and shit. Oh, of like course. James Brown and all that. Yeah. And then Funkadelic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Those guys go mad hard. What's this guy? I'm going to find it. Because it was... This thing will not be televised. What was his name? Oh, fuck. If my boy... Shout out to uh, Eugene. If my boy Eugene was here, he'd be going mad hard. <laughs> I love how you shout out people. Yeah. Shout out to Karina, my sister. Love you. Hey, shout out to Karina. <laughs> shout out. Yo, there's a funny ass story. Remember that time when we were in Steinway smoking hookah? This is like we, another yeah, time. Like, this this is, is like prior to like when we had reunited initially. Exactly. This, this was like very close. To, this was senior year high school vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah this yeah, is yeah. high school. Yeah, okay. I remember that time. What happened that time? I, I was like... 
We were like smoking hookah with my cousin, and like I think my boy was there. Yeah, and, like, we're in Steinway, and then like your sister came by with like her friends, and you were like, "Wait a minute, is that my fucking sister?" <laughs> oh my god, yeah! And my sister was out with her friend. <laughs> oh my god! And then me and my friend hung out with you and your cousin. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Oh my god, we hung out that time. That's so crazy. I forgot about that. Yeah, it's mad funny. I was thinking about that shit. That's so quick. crazy. And then yeah, and then we. Hung out again for a little bit in like 2014, and then now again. Yeah, yeah, three stages. That's insane. But then yeah. our initial stage was 06 to 08, insanity. Yeah, fucking middle school, yo. Shout out to 145, yeah. Bro, shout out to 145, literally. If it wasn't for IS 145, I would not be the person I am today. And I really like. I feel like I can't wait because, like, my goal is going to be to be on The Real Housewives of New York or New Jersey <laughs> or Beverly Hills. Shout out to LA. So you're trying Academy. to marry, like, a mob guy or something? Um, no, I'm not. I mean. You're not opposed to I it? mean, if the right person came along, we could go down to the river if you want to. <laughs> I think but, mob uh, guys are trying to find girls that yeah are you know i got around. i already got louis working on a lot of things for myself so you know what i wouldn't be about yeah it sounds to... more like my type i can't <laughs> do this action without doing some kind of facey yeah literally <laughs> honestly the person i become is a fucking mob wife to be completely honest with you all all i want in my fucking life is a man to spoil me <laughs> no to be honest with you um i do just like my goal is to become a comedian like to do stand up shows. Are you serious? No, I swear. So Yo, I need to tell you yeah, what happened to me in yeah, LA. Man. So I went to LA uh, in 2018, October. I was in my fucking prime. I had lost a lot of weight. I was probably at my healthiest weight. I was like doing great. I was honestly just in a really good place in my life. And I traveled to Los Angeles. And my cousin and I were talking about how I just. I'm made to be on TV. Like, I feel like I'm made to be famous. Like, I just, I need to be a radio show, like something. Mm. <laughs> I need to do something, but yeah. I'm like meant to be in there. And um, my cousin and I were talking about it. We're, brain we're brainstorming. And um, she tells me, you know, what's believable here in LA, if you tell people in the industry that you come across, because in LA, it's so easy to come across people in the industry. You can just walk into a freaking Starbucks and you run into somebody that's in the industry. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, I know it's like such a stereotype about LA, but it's the truth. Like you literally, I match with celebrities on Tinder. Like it's really weird in LA. Like it's, it's crazy. So in LA, um, I'm my, my cousin and I, we go to this, uh, rooftop bar picture the 808 penthouse place here in Queens, mm -hmm. but of LA in downtown Los Angeles. So it's right next to this restaurant called Mrs. Fish. And it's like a very, it's like the, it's like the, I don't know, like a very like bougie Japanese place, Mrs. Fish. So my cousin and I go in there for a quick drink. Then we go upstairs to the rooftop. We're in the, and we're in the elevator for the rooftop. And I'm just talking to my cousin and a guy stops me and he goes, that accent is not from LA. Where are you from? And I'm like, oh, I'm from New York. He's like, what? You're from New York? He's acting like I'm from fucking like like a jewel country like i don't yeah. know like an extinct country like i'm from new york <laughs> yeah. and he was like 
oh, uh, but what are you doing here in LA? And then the easy answer would have been, I'm just visiting my cousin. But my cousin and I had established that the way to get these people is if you're starring in a Hulu original series, in a Netflix <laughs> original, something like that. Yeah. So I look over at my cousin and I'm like, I'm in Mrs. Fish. I'm fucking thriving in my life. Now's the fucking time. I'm in LA. Like, when do I ever get to do this again? So I tell the guy and I'm like, I'm starring in a Hulu original series. It's called Vicious. (laughs) It's actually premiering in a couple weeks. And I'm just, you know, in town doing some promo, green screen interview, like edits and stuff like that. Just, you know, casually here. And I just so happen to have a cousin that lives in LA and I'm out for a drink with her casually. And he goes, no way. So you're like on a show. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, I mean, you know, I'm not really out there yet, but my show will be premiering soon. And he goes, what's the name of the show? And I'm like, Vicious. And I completely derived like the name from my name, from my name, which is Victoria. Everyone calls me Vic. Mm-hmm. But obviously, you know me as Elisa. Good move. <laughs> and so Vicious and one of my friend's boyfriends had given me the nickname Vicious Vic years ago. Yeah. And that truly describes who I am. I'm quite vicious. Yeah. yeah. Probably not tatted, but get a jacket. Copyrighted, um, perhaps. Maybe that's the pendant. back of the jacket. A thousand percent behind. Rhinestoned. Rhinestoned. Ratchet vibes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna get a name belt. <laughs> vicious Vic. Wait, V C on the belt? Vicious. Know whose belt that is, boy? Whose uh, belt is that? No, if you see a belt with VC on it. Who is that? Wait. Uh, well, it's no, it's vicious, double V. Yeah, Sorry, wait, I'm, I'm wilding. Yeah, what the fuck I am I like, talking about? I was like, wait, what? Excuse me, folks. I'm talking about if you see a belt with a double V on it. You know. Yeah, you, you know, know who's You know who it is. You know the vibes. YKTV. <laughs> no, but so I tell yeah. the guy and I'm like, I'm actually starring in a Hulu original. So he's like, no way. Oh, my God. So I think nothing of this, though. I just tell a random guy, whatever. So I get off the elevator. This is all through an elevator ride, by the way. Mm-hmm. We get off the elevator. We get up, like, my cousin and I go to the bar. We get a drink. As we're walking away from the bar, a random girl comes up to me. She goes, excuse me? Oh, because, like, before I had told the guy, I'm like, I'm Ellie Vic, whatever. Like, I introduced myself as Ellie Vic. That's my stage name. So he goes... So the girl comes up to me. She goes, excuse me, are you Ellie Vic from Vicious? And I'm like, yes. Why, yes. Yes, I am. And she goes, can I have a picture? And my cousin is literally dumbfounded. Like, she cannot believe. You gotta be kidding. I wish I fucking was. I'm in downtown Los Angeles and I do this. And I'm like, absolutely, you can have a picture with me. So the girl poses, my cousin takes the picture for us, and then once the one girl takes a picture with us, anyone who was within the vicinity was like, oh my god, a celebrity's here. Even if I don't know who the fuck they are, I'm going to pretend I do and take a picture with them, because it's LA and that's what they do. So once that happened, I had like a couple people approach me eventually and like ask for pictures, and like ask me who I am and stuff like that, like very casually. And I casually responded as if though I was a true celebrity. And it all truly worked out. And then as we're leaving, there's people that are like on the line to get into the bar that are like, is that Ellie Vic leaving? Oh, my God. And like, they're like, Ellie Vic is leaving. And it's like, (laughs) like these people all like are like, like, it's crazy. Like, holy fuck. Are these are these people on acid? And I swear, like, I'm not like, 
making this up. I know, no, I I a hundred percent believe it's like you. It's just crazy. Like, like this is like yeah. a true story. It's like a fucking sci-fi. It's like a black mirror. Yeah, episode. and it's it's like a placebo effect. Yeah, <laughs> like, but that's it's a hundred percent mad fucking dope on your side. Yeah, like, like for me, that side, like for amazing. me that was lit. I was like, yeah. bro, I walked out with mad people having my picture. They don't even yeah. fucking know who the fuck I am. This is great for my exposure. Because what if I do become big one day? Yeah. Then those people, if they even have those pictures, will be like, yo, I have a pic with her. Yeah, well, you 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 definitely deserve to fucking like be big because I feel like what like what you were saying before. It's like you have this desire like. Well, you feel like you have to, you want to be famous. Yeah. And I don't think it's the, I don't think fame is the word, but what you. Sh- I want to be big. I want to be. I think what you are made to be is an entertainer. I and am. Meeting, Cause I that's am. That's the right word. I feel like, like fuck fame. Yeah. Just it's be, like. Do what you want to exactly. do to like entertain people. And that's and, ex- you, I feel continue. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say, where it's like money is going to come after that. Like, people are right. going to find you or, like, you're going to get sponsors. Like, hey, I love your fucking show. Like, can you sponsor a exactly. company? Exactly. Like, a lot exactly. of people. And I also, like, you know, people at work are going to be like, I listen to this guy's podcast. I think he's great. And he has a good following. Let's let's let him promote our company. Well, that's and we'll pay him, exactly you know, shit it. Like that. So that will all come, like, later on. But, but, like, for now, just yeah. definitely, like, entertain people. Like. So, like, that's where I was going towards before the quarantine happened. I had decided to, like, save up money and enroll in um, stand-up comedy classes. Yeah. Because I've basically performed. Like, I've done stand-up for my friends and my family. I do that shit every fucking time I gather with Word. my friends. That's mad funny. Like, I that's literally... But it's not, like... I don't, like like say like oh i'm gonna have a like i'm gonna do a comedy set no like i literally have true stories of my life that happened that are so fucking comical and insane mm-hmm. like i you can't make the shit that i go through up like i swear yeah some of the most cringe worthy things that i deal with that are legit stories and i'm just like bro i gotta tell you what happened to me on this day and everyone's like what the fuck like this is like epic like you need yeah. to share these things and i'm like bro i know but it's hard because it's like I I finally was gonna do it and then the pandemic happened and everything was canceled. Yeah. So now it's like that's I'm using that as an excuse. Like if I really wanted to, now I now yeah, is the time. But you'll you'll definitely find your like your slot in in the time. To but do I that. feel like that's what I tell myself all the time. Like I'm just like Kim Kardashian didn't become famous till her mid thirties. And well, yeah, I was gonna suggest like definitely do your own like podcast like the best way and even like like yeah like with the podcast i've started taking down notes and just writing down right not necessarily jokes but like things that happen in my life that i find either funny like if i watch a documentary and some guy says some stupid shit (laughs) i'll just talk about it on the podcast like if i go to the city and encounter like a dickhead who like gave me a it's a topic of conversation you know what i'm saying it's just like a topic of conversation right but like it just happens to be what your style is like i I listen to like mostly comedic podcasts but there's other like there's a ghost like spooky podcast like guys just talk about like fucking cases of horror shit like that's dope too everybody has their own their, like their style their, so, their way yeah yeah and your style is obviously like humorous so yeah like you can just like the way you tell stories and trust me like not everybody has that like there's people who have great stories and just like 
just fucking don't know how to deliver. Or just like, yeah, so, you know, I went to the store and some guy was like looking at me. Like, yeah, all right, man, yeah. like, you're Give all right? me the fucking. Yeah, like. <laughs> Give me the juice. <laughs> yeah, but it's just about like how you set it up, you know? You look like you know. have a Jerry Curl right now in this exact. You need to see yourself in the fucking. <laughs> Please look at yourself. It's the humidity in this world. Please right look at No. I'm pretty sure I know how it looks right now. That fucking mirror is like in front of me all day. So. <laughs> no, it's okay. If you know, it's coming back and I love it. It's cool. It's funny. <laughs> I got to get this on. Eventually, the next update, hopefully next time we have you back on. <laughs> and by we, I mean fucking me and this mic. Um <laughs> We're going to probably have, like, some video going on. I want to put this on YouTube. Because mm-hmm. right? I feel like people get, like, the More experience. hype about it. Because, like, you see it. The, yeah, the, you see it. And it's, like, also with me, especially, my stories are better if you see me. Because I, like, act it out. And I'm very, like, I get into character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I can do, like, again, really good. I'm just, like, hyping myself up. <laughs> I'm really great at impersonations. You just got to stay tuned. Exactly. Stay tuned, folks. All right. We're going to cheers on this last note. Let's do it. Before this becomes like a fucking... Seven yeah. hour episode. Bro, my last episode. Shout out to Sam. Fucking two hours. I had to edit it and it Damn. took me like three days. So this is probably going to take me like one two and a days. half days. <laughs> yeah. Until I fucking hire somebody to edit this shit. It's coming up soon. Yeah, soon. We Shout will... out to the like... Shout out to of the porn famous. Shout out to right Rich now, Big L. Ooh. Yeah, no, that's why. Usually, I'm thinking Ooh. of the poor and dangerous. That's what I'm that's saying. That's why I got confused. Yeah. But I don't usually say rich and famous. Yeah, but you know what I say? Caviar dreams, champagne wishes, and that's where me and Will Spliff, Ellie Vic, and Will Spliff will end up there. <laughs> Honestly, shout out to the private jet that will be scooping us in a couple minutes. Cheers. <laughs>